Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host, Brett Hill. Today we have a great message coming out of Romans chapter 6, verses 16 through 23 as our opening verses. If you don't have your Bible, pause the podcast, run, get your Bible, come back and get with us. The title of today's message is Only God Can Do That. Romans chapter 6, I'm in the King James Version. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanliness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Church, God has never changed, nor will he ever change. This is a fact that will remain indefinitely. God does not lower his expectations of a new generation just because they are hungry for sin and still want to identify as Christians. Hebrews 13 and 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not going to change. He's not going to change his opinion. He's not going to change according to your will. He's not going to change according to what you want to do against his word. He has never deviated from his plan, nor will he ever deviate from his plan. And you can count on Jesus to be faithful to what he has spoken. Today's world wants to ignore God's mandate on mankind. Today's generations wants to play word salads with God's word, and mankind wants to live in sin. They, they want to practice the works of the flesh, and, and then when life goes wrong, when things goes wrong, when things turn upside down for them, depression sits in, anxiety sits in, suicidal thoughts may sit in. All the people, they, we all want to turn to doctors and psychiatrists and brain specialists, Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Phil and all these other people that, that tend to have these talk shows that, that puts us to looking for a remedy elsewhere other than God the Father and His Word. Well, let me tell you today something, church. When when sin causes your soul to fall into a depressive state, Dr. Phil ain't going to help you. Oprah Winfrey don't have the solution that you need, nor should you be looking there. The psychiatrist cannot repair the sin damage to your soul. Only God can do that. You need Jesus Christ for that. He's the only answer that will suffice your needs for the things that you go through that's worldly in this world that you live in. Oh, but preacher, you just don't know me and my story. Oh, preacher, you don't know what I've been through. No, I don't, and I don't need to know either. Jesus knows your story better than you know your own life. He makes clarity of it even when you are not so honest about your own life. Your excuses can't fix your problems. Only God can do that. Now, I want to tell you today, 
We've got those people who want their issues to be the center of attention in every circle that they walk into. They say, oh, preacher, but my problem is different from other people. Mine's unique. I know you've heard this story. You, you think you've heard this story before, but mine's different. Well, sister, my God is different from all other gods, too. If you want a solution, the world has, to, has nothing to offer you. The world has never come up with a solution for the consequences of living in sin, nor will the world ever come up with a solution for the consequences of living sin. Only God can do that, and he did do that, and that solution's name is Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, the one who was crucified for your death, burial, and resurrection. He took your sins. He took your pains, and that's God's only solution. It's the only solution that's ever going to be available to you to be able to fix the problems with sin in your life. Now, I've spoken with psych doctors who, who work closely with law enforcement agencies, and, and many of them, along with most officers, will tell you when the human mind gets into a habitual status towards something, i.e. drugs or alcohol, pornography, sex addiction, theft, lying, you name it, whatever the sin is, when, they, when the human mind gets into a habitual status toward this particular sin, that person is bound by that habitual nature for life, and there's no escaping it. That's what the psychiatrist wants you to believe. That's what many people that works for the government wants you to believe. But I'm here to tell you today that I've spoken with, I've watched, I've lived around, and I've witnessed lifelong drug addicts come in contact with one named Jesus Christ. And I've watched him transform their very nature. I've witnessed their desires change from cocaine, heroin, meth, or pills to a spiritual hunger for the one Jesus Christ, for the power of God, a hunger for the Word of God, and their lives be transformed their lives be changed, those chains pulled off of them, those situations taken out of their lives, those strongholds broken down, and your 12-step program can't do that. The best psychiatrists in the world, they can't do that. Only God can do that, and he alone has that power, and he is still in that business today. God is still saving lives. He's still breaking chains of hatred. He's still tearing down walls of unforgiveness. He's still breaking strongholds, no matter how long they've been up in your life. No man can do these things, but God can. God will. God still is and will continue to tear down these walls and strongholds for every single person that calls upon his name and asks for his help to do these things. He's freeing those who turn to him. He's delivering those who trust in him, and he's saving those who have faith in him, and only God can do these things for you, so stop looking for answers everywhere else and start turning to Jesus Christ for your answers for the world's problems. Now we got people, people in churches who turn to palm readers, soothsayers, card readers. That's right, professing Christians, they're looney tunes, turning to someone who's going to read their tea leaves and, and tell them their future. And, and come on now, this, this stuff is really happening, church. I'm not playing around. You can't make this stuff up. A lot of, po lot of folks that lives in the church today that never miss a service, people are going to these people that are working for Satan and paying them good money that God God provided them to the satanic entertainment industries and they touch them. They make physical contact with them, read their palms, tell them something, and folks walk right out of the door with a whole new mindset. And they think, well, things are looking up now. I know my future, but they're still set in church. They'll, they'll hear the word of God and they'll walk right out the door and still be discouraged, dismayed, and discontent with life. Oh, yes, they'll, they'll listen to the devil's agent, read their cards, and read their tea leaves, 
but they'll ignore God's word. They're, they'll plan their whole life out and after paying the tea leaf expert and they'll fall into depression after leaving church. The devil is deceiving people left and right, folks. And Jesus said the last days would be this way. Matthew 24, verses 24 and 25 says, For thou shalt arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders in so as much that if it were possible that they should deceive the very elect. And he says, Behold, I have told you before or, or beforehand. In other words, Jesus is saying, I'm telling you this right now so that when it happens, so that when you start seeing these things happen, you, the Christians, the elect of my kingdom, those who believe in me will not be deceived. You, you'll know that I told you this ahead of time to keep you from being caught up in the devil's traps, but there's still people getting caught up in this stuff. And look, let me tell you something, church. The only thing that I'm trusting tea leaves to is boiling them over some sugar and making some good old sweet tea. But I sure ain't fruitcake enough to believe that those tea leaves can tell me anything about my future. I'm going to leave that to God. I'm going to leave that to God's word. I'm going to let him tell me about my future. And I'm going to believe what he says. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says it. I know the plans that I have for you. So there's not any tea leaves going to tell me what to expect from the future. I'm going to go with what God has told me because only God can do that. I believe I'll just listen to him about my expected future and what it holds in his hands. Well, let's be clear with God's intention and his plans while we're on that subject because you can't get Leviticus 18 and 22 wrong. He says, you shall not lie with a man as, a, as with a woman. It is an abomination. 1 Corinthians 6 and 9 says, it tells us clearly that homosexuality is a sin that will prevent you from entering the kingdom of God. Romans 1 and 26 states that homosexuality is contrary to God's natural order and is a direct result of listen to this now. It's not the person. It is It is not the sin. It, it, we need to look at this and figure out what it is because it is human beings that God created that is rejecting God and they're not born different. They wouldn't create it different. God don't make mistakes and he don't hate those people that's caught up in that sin. It's just contrary to God's word. Romans 1 and 26 says that the homosexuality and all these other things that people are doing wrong is a direct result of rejecting God. God. It's, it's not anything more than that. They don't want to listen to God. They don't want to follow God's rules. They don't want to listen to him and follow what he wants them to say. Church, I don't care how slick you get at manipulating and deviating word salads about God's word and what his intentions are. Homosexuality is and always will be a sin against God. And to doc doctors today have boasted of their surgical abilities to supposedly change genders in human beings. And let me tell you something, folks. No man can undo what God has done. His creation is much more complex than adding or subtracting parts and hormones. You, you can't just cut something off or sew something on and take a few hormone-changing drugs and think that you've done it. Think that you've made the point to where you're where God is. God cannot be mimicked in his greatest creation. He said, Set forth in a woman, for example, emotions that a man can never have, feelings that a man can never understand, compassion that a man could never give, and a desire for relationship and companionship that only God can create. No doctor can achieve these things with a knife and some pills. Only God can do that. And I want to tell you something about men today. Men, there's grown men today. Cowards. That's what they are. They're cowards. 
God created them to carry certain responsibilities in his kingdom. God made man to be responsible for his family. God created man to be the spiritual leader of his family. Or Our, our young men of today's generation is growing up as sissies. They're just growing up as little lazy, limp-wristed sissies. No backbone to stand up and do the things that they're born to do. No courage to become what God has created them to be. So they go ask the doctor to disguise their cowardice behavior with a hairdo, hormone pills, breast implants, and a knife, and it, it don't work. God's DNA formula is still there. God does not let his formula, his creation, be changed because somebody uses a knife and some pills. You can't change what God created that easily. God don't condone that type of stuff, and he never will. You're deceiving yourself if you think God will let this type of behavior stand and, and you just can't change churches either for, for one of those churches that lowers the biblical standard to accept your sin and to accept your behavior and go in there and say, hey, we're using a version of the Bible that will allow you to act that way. Come on in and, and join us. We'll, we'll take you right in. Listen, any church ought to be allowing homosexuals to come in and hearing the word of God. Any church ought to be allowing everybody. It should be a whosoever will, no matter what church you go to. But if the church tells you that that type of behavior is is okay that they condone that type of behavior. They are leading you straight to hell and you should not listen to it. You need to get into a church that goes by the Bible and tells you what the scripture really says because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever and his word will never change. He has created you with no errors on his part. Man can't create man. Only God can do that. You can't put lipstick on a pig uh, and, and expect it to be something else. When you put lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. It may have red lips, but it's still a pig. It's good for bacon and pork chops and sausage, but that's all it's going to be. It's going to be bacon, pork chops, and sausage with red lips. In Genesis 19, God destroyed the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah for this very same reprobate, deviant behavior. And may I remind you of his words, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not going to change the way he feels about the homosexuality and men lying with men and women lying with women. Women, we've got women claiming that they were supposed to be a man as if God has made a mistake somehow and sprinkled his man-making recipe on her by accident and caused her to be manly. That's hogwash. God does not do those things, but, but yet women. God created women unique in every aspect of their life and women going to doctors and volunteering to be destroyed letting men cut their cut their lives out and let men destroy them and, and change them from what God created them to be, asking a doctor to carve away her unique beauty and make her look like a man. Listen, church people are looney tunes today. They have no idea what they're doing, and the devil has control of these people, leading them straight to hell. And I want to tell you something today. You better leave well enough alone. God made you, ladies. He created you on what you, uh, the, uh, of who you want to be, what he wants you to look like, and he didn't make any mistakes. He made you unique. He didn't plan on any changes. He created you to be the woman that you are designed to be by his hands, and the master of the universe has created you by himself with no outside interference, and he means to leave it that way, and no doctor has the ability to take away the beautiful spiritual future features 
that a woman has and all these special and unique emotions that God placed in you, all of the one-of-a-kind one feelings and compassions that you're supposed to have. Those were made for you, ladies. Only you. Nobody else is supposed to have that. Only you have those. And a doctor cannot turn you into a man. Man cannot make man. Only God can do that. Only God can create a man. So stop deceiving yourself and be who God created you to be. You're special just like you are. You don't need any outside help. You don't need to be transformed into something you're not. Men, women, boys, and girls, God created you with a plan for your life to go along with that plan. He's not a human that he makes mistakes and calls you something that you're not. And you are not divinely endued with a greater wisdom than God himself to where you have found God's era in your own creation and you're going around trying to create, uh, trying to change God's mistakes. God is divine. God is superior to man. God's wisdom is superior to yours. God is creator of all things, including you, and you don't have some great revelation above his. And if God created you and he did, then you are the gender that he intended you to be. And no doctor, no hormone pills can undo God's design and undo God's plan for your life. What has happened to these precious people, church, is that churches have watered down the message. Printing presses have printed modifications to God's word. Schools have carved out the, or has caved into the pressure of those who love sin and, and carved out the, 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 the things that God wants you to do in the school system. And teachers are afraid to mention the name Jesus. They're, they're afraid to even let people have Bibles in the in the schools. Courts have folded to evil. They've, they fell to the pressure. Government serves the sinful flesh and not God Almighty anymore. The church has watched and heard it for so long that many people in the churches are following this ideology that the world is doing because nobody wants to go against the grain too far because it makes them stand out too much and puts them under the spotlight too much and I want to tell you something to church God alone writes the rules for mankind only God can change the world that we live in and only God can forgive sins only God can free you from the spiritual captivity that you're living in and only God can set your gender and he did that before you was conceived the only thing that you can do is choose the day whose report you are going to believe choose the day if you're going to serve the Lord God make the choice today where you will spend eternity and stop following the crowd and follow Jesus Christ. The world can't make your life better. The world cannot save you. The world cannot get you into God's kingdom. Only God can do that and he's the only one that ever will. There's not another person in this world, no other way that a man can be saved through his son, Jesus Christ, that died on the cross for you and set you free from sins, but you have to turn to Jesus Christ and he said if you love me, keep my commandments I will call you my friend if you do what I say. And he said the most important commandment that there was that will get you into the kingdom of God is to love God with all your heart and body and strength. And you need to make sure that you do that. And you don't need to be turning to everything else in this world because you're, you're under pressure or you're under some sort of anxiety. Jesus Christ is your answer. Jesus Christ can set you free. The world does not have answers. Sin does not have answers. The world's pressure that they put on you it's not the right road. There's nobody else can save you from all the anxiety and all the pressure and all the pain that you go through. Only God can do that and you need to turn to him today.
So I want to tell you something today. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you need to open up your Bible. You need to start studying the Word. You need to start finding out who He is. You need to pray to Him. You need to call out to His name and let Him tell you who you really are. Go by what He tells you. Look in the Bible and let the Bible talk to you. Let the Holy Spirit speak to your spirit and show you who you really are in Christ. And if you don't know Jesus, get on your knees and ask Him to come into your life. Ask Him to change your heart, to start transforming your mind from the deviant behavior that this world is offering you and stay away from the world. The Bible says to get away from the world. Come out from among it. Don't be part of it. Don't do the things that the world does because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever and he will never change. He will never accept the things that this world is doing and he does not want his kingdom, his people, to be part of this world. He said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring division. He came to separate some folks away from the way that the world operates and if you don't make the decision soon, there's going to come a day when the choice is not going to be available to you and you will die and go to hell if you don't hurry up and make your decision to live for Jesus Christ. And I know that's a hard statement to make, but it's truth. It's right out of the Bible. God does love everybody. God's not going to send anybody to hell. He's given you every opportunity he can possibly give you to stay out of hell. But if you refuse him, if you keep continuing down the life of sin, if you refuse the word of God, if you don't want to live for him, you will choose the path that sends yourself to hell even though he has came to this earth and he's walked this earth. He's lived and died and took your sins. He's done everything he can possibly do. He's put his word in writing and done everything he could possibly do to keep you out of hell, but he gave you freedom of choice. And you can choose to not listen to him. You can choose to not believe his words. You can choose to not follow his report and to follow his leadership. And you can choose to do your own thing and you'll split hell wide open and you'll spend eternity wishing that you had listened to this preacher today. And I want to tell you today, you need Jesus Christ in your life. You need to get on your knees somewhere, make an altar out of wherever you are, the closest place that you can bow down to him and ask him to come into your life and forgive you for the lifestyle, forgive you for the sins, forgive you of all the things that you've been doing against his word this day and ask him to come into your life and transform you today in the name of Jesus. And listen, if you've done that this morning, if you've done this tonight, wherever you are around the world, I want you to take it sincere. Listen to his word. Find you a church to get in. Find you a place to where you got like-minded people. And I don't mean like-minded with who you used to be before you found Christ. I mean like-minded with the new person, the new creature in Christ where he's transformed you. Get you a Bible-believing church and get in it. Find somebody that follows the real word of God and not somebody that waters it down to fit their sinful lifestyle and you start going to church. You be faithful. You pray and you seek God. Seek the kingdom of God with all your heart and he'll take care of you and he'll watch over you. And most of all, you'll find yourself a home in heaven for eternity because of it. I want to thank you for tuning in today. God bless you and we'll see you on the next one.